good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Okay, so we're still live in London in our journey here to the UK. We have also taken a pilgrimage to the homeland. We boarded a train pretty early in the morning, early for us, I guess, um, <laughs> and went to Birmingham, England, the motherland for Duran Duran on, what was that, Friday? Yes, Friday. It is, today mm-hmm. is Monday, so this was a few days ago. We had a couple of landmarks that we wanted to hit, specifically the site of what was the Rum Runner. We made it. We did it. Yeah. We went to the homeland. <laughs> we can say we've been there. And That's right. Check that off the Durani bucket list. The date. That yes. we made that pilgrimage. Yes. Can you talk about that? I can. While standing on this sacred spot that the old <laughs> rum runner was or used to be, uh, which is now somebody said a car park, but I didn't see cars parked. No, before. it's a new it's, like it's, it's a new business. Yeah, so it used to be a car park. Okay. But that area that actually has a beautiful rum runner sign, yes. which was uh, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Which thank you whoever named it yeah. that so at mm-hmm. least we know where it was. Yeah. It had been and then that's like a year or two old. Okay. So okay. it's not very old. It's like yeah. a little courtyard area. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well while standing on that sacred space, uh, I realized that the first gig Duran Duran ever played at the Rum Runner was in July, but I was thinking July 15th or so. So we're all standing around outside of this office building called Rum Rum Runner Works, looking up the date of the first show. We were there on July 8th, and the first show just so happened to be July 9th of 1980. So we practically made it <laughs> 40, the 42 years later. Mm-hmm. We were there, prob- we were there yeah. probably on their last rehearsal yeah, before the first rehearsal. show. <laughs> but we didn't go to Cheapside because we were like, oh, what are we going to go do? Look at this weird old building or something. So yeah. we didn't go to the practice. Um, how did you guys feel about being there? It took me a minute to kind of feel connected to Birmingham, but it was really cool to feel that space, like to be in that. What do y'all think? I think for me, like you said, when we got there, of course, it's no longer the same actual building. So it kind of, I mean, which we knew that going in, how it was going to be. So you feel like you're just in a an office space area. But then when you start to wander around the building and the canal is was around the corner and there were some older buildings around the corner on the other side alongside the canal, then it started to like really hit me about the history. And it was kind of like, well, if these buildings and these walls could talk, what would they have to say? And what was, you know, and I started to imagine what the scene was based on the pictures that we've seen um, during that era. So I'm so glad that... Um, um, that we we took the train, got up early <laughs> for us, very and uh, very early, and uh, made the pilgrimage. Even in protest, early. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. The trip planner likes to get started early, mm-hmm. and the train ride there was much more pleasant and cool and uncrowded as compared to the train ride back, back. to London, oh, yeah. which was mm-hmm. miserable. Was Friday oh. afternoon, full train, no yes. air conditioning. They were all coming to like have parties all weekend in yeah. London. Maybe they were going to the Duran Duran concert. The people next to me yesterday were from Birmingham. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe so. 
Mm. I just pulled up the Instagram page. If nobody's looked at it yet, there is a the Rum Runner Reloaded Instagram page. And whoever runs this uh, page posts just a bunch of pictures from that era. And every once in a while, they post some pretty cool Duran pictures from that time. So if you are not familiar with the Rum Runner, that might be a good place to go to look for those things. It was nice to it was nice to go, and I, it took me a minute as well to get to feel connected to it. And but then I, it was weird. It was like it, it took me a minute to feel connected, but at the same time, I I knew that it was the spot. So I, I I looked at it through that lens, and I was trying to picture how it looked back then compared to now. And it would be cool to sort of superimpose a shot of it now with what mm-hmm. it looked like then. And the canal behind it or in front of it was beautiful. It was just really, really nice. I, I, I love the city itself. It was, we were talking about how the impression that we had of Birmingham was a little different than what it is. And maybe there are parts of the city that still are industrial. And I was picturing more of a Detroit type city, maybe not quite as modern, modern, modern yeah. not quite as run down in some place, yeah. some part, but Birmingham was, I mean, it was beautiful. And I, and that's not to say that I didn't think it was going to be pretty or beautiful. It was Interesting. just so much art and it was, it was really nice. My overall impression of Birmingham was, was really impressive. I, I really enjoyed it. So and it they was are- cool to have that with the Duran component of it. Mm-hmm. And I have to mention the Black Sabbath Bridge because that was pretty <laughs> awesome to see that. And it, it was funny because I thought that would be pretty cool to see something uh, related to Black Sabbath. Judas Priest is also from Birmingham. There's so many other artists from Birmingham, but we just accidentally came across that bridge and was like, oh my God, that's awesome. So, yeah. And they were also getting ready for the Commonwealth Games. Yes. So yeah. that's happening later this month. So Birmingham may have been cleaned up and gussied up right now for the masses oh, to come. A big push so I that. think that could be why it was looking so nice there in the city center. Just to clarify, in England, it's Birmingham. Because in Alabama, it's Birmingham. <laughs> because here, if we said Birmingham, people would be like, where are you going? Yeah. And they call it Brum. Brum. Yes, they no, call it Brum. They call it Brum and the Brummies. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Even, uh, well, I didn't want to mention this yet, but Lauren Mavula, yes, Laura Mavula, said yesterday from the stage that she's just a girl from Birmingham. So yeah. I thought that was sweet. Um, so I think I'm glad to check it off the list because I have read about this town you know, and all the magazines and all the books. And it's just been someplace in my mind. And for as many times as I've been to the UK, I've not been there because you kind of have to intentionally go there. Uh, My friend said that when you read Rick Steves travel book, he basically says, avoid Birmingham. There's not much to see there. So tourists don't go there necessarily unless you have a real reason to seek it out. So um, happy to have done it. The library might be worth it. The library was really cool. And I will give a travel tip if any Durannies go. We were not able to go in to the library because we had a short time to kind of get back to the train. But there are observation decks that are free up on the other floor. So if y'all go and you want to see like the whole town or whatever, you can go up in the library to look at the observation decks. And they had some name like Secret Garden or something. There's also pretty much no public transport in Birmingham. So the train station's in the middle. The city center train station was in the middle of the town. 
downtown, just go there and walk around. That's, that's what we did. We also went to the Discory. So that is a super old record store that they guys had to have shopped in because it's been around since the sixties. So partly when I was looking through that record store, I could just see JT in there. Mm -hmm. I could see Nick Nick in there, you know, I bet they were in there quite a bit. Um, just seeing, you know, the newest, the newest records. And when we walked in, the owner was like, we asked if there's any Duran. And he's like, all the Americans keep asking for Duran, Duran. I don't think I have any. But then we're like, can we, can we dig? Can we look around? And he like, let us go into the back room where he had like boxes. shelves and shelves and boxes and boxes. And they had like, most of them were done by the year. And we were all like crawling around the back. And then he brought us like wine. white wine and stuff. Cause I think ladies don't always come record shopping. Cause that other person that was looking for Roxy music was mm-hmm. like, I'm glad to see some ladies looking for records. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's a common theme anyway. Most record shops are, are yeah. most, the record mostly guys. Is very male. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the wine was a nice touch. Yes. So, we were all able to get at least a single that we bought in the motherland so we can all take back a little piece of, of Birmingham with us. So, so that was really nice. And I was chatting with the owner and he grew up in Birmingham and I asked him, did you go to the run runner? And he said, well, my brother did. My brother was quite a dandy, I think is what he said. <laughs> and he went out there all the time and he had the blouses and all of that. And he was, he was a big Duran fan. He's like, but I was a skinhead. I was a skinhead. So I didn't go, but at least I talked to somebody that knew that was there at the time you know, that validated that it was a scene and people were really into it. Not that we were doubting that, but that was kind of fun because I like talking to local people and just getting, you know, their takes on things too. So I got uh, another copy of My Own Way, but it was printed here, which is important. Mm -hmm. And a copy of Japan's Quiet Life, uh, the single. And in my brain, I'm thinking, Don or Nick could have owned this at one point. This could have been one of theirs. Because it was Japan that was such a big influence on them. And so. the cover looked like John. Well, of course. David Sylvan <laughs> was Nick's idol. I think yeah. he, he fashioned mm-hmm. his look after David Sylvan. So mm-hmm. I got those two as my, my souvenirs mm-hmm. to take home with me. A few more than two. <laughs> <laughs> I've already had to ship back a box with the records to the States because I'm worried about my suitcase being a little too heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Stacy, what do you think about Birmingham? I thought it was charming. Yeah. I, I like these. Said, I thought that it was going to be kind of, I don't want to say ugly, but just the impression we got was it wasn't that great. And it was very charming. I enjoyed walking around. There's a lot of older buildings that are beautiful too, but yeah, the, the library was really unique and it would have been cool to go in there, but... And I will say we were there on a very sunny blue sky day. Hot day. Well, it was hot too. But I think that had a lot to do with making it maybe seem brighter and charming. Right. Than if we had been there when it was like just the normal gray and dreary, rainy, we might have had a little bit different impression. And that may be the majority of the year for for all we know. Um, We definitely brought the Texas heat. Oh, good grief. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the Arizona heat. Yes. And the Arizona heat. It is cannot escape it. Pretty warm here. And now we're going back to even worse situation, (laughs) heat-wise. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> you know, we, we did look at the map to see about possibly doing a drive-by of JT's childhood home, but it was 20, 25 minute drive outside of town. So he would have taken the bus to get into city center and we really didn't have the time to really investigate that. And someone lives there now too. So it was like, not really, we needed to do that, but that, that, that was one building that would still be standing <laughs> from the list of all the significant buildings in Birmingham and the surrounding areas. Also of note, we came across a bar slash club called Reflex. (laughs) So that was pretty cool. It was was near the Rum Runner Works area, and we just happened upon it and just took a bunch of pictures. (laughs) There was was little signs outside with drink specials and that kind of thing. Your number one spot for whatever it it said, but we were just taking all kinds of pictures in there. And then there was a pub that was nearby that was right next to the Black Sabbath Bridge that we walked into. We thought about having some lunch there, but we decided not to and noticed there were a couple of uh, records, like vinyl records that were up on the wall, and one of them was Duran Duran, so that was kind of cool. In their Hall of Fame. In their Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Who was, who were the other, I can't remember who the other uh, ones were. Was it, was it, was it Fine Young Cannibals? Yes. Fine well, yeah. Yeah. What about I only Maybe it was Fine Young Cannibals UB40 in Rio. Yeah, Rio yeah. was, de- it was definitely Rio. I think it was, if it was Fine Young Cannibals, it had to be UB40, because didn't members of UB40 go off and I think create? so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Because it wasn't right. Ozzy or Judas no. Priest or Dexies or anything like that. Mm-mm. And I was just thinking if the reflex had been called Come Dancing, it wouldn't have meant anything to us. But then that's not. I was thinking Dexies Midnight Run. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, uh, no, that's, that's the, the Kings, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're from London, right? Yeah, I think they're pretty much. <laughs> that's that okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture that we took of it, and I'm zooming in, and it's a bit blurry, so. Yeah. Anyway. And I was thinking, you know, on the the train ride back, just, you know, we've read in John's book about he and Nick would come to London to go to shows, and just, you know, probably the station, we went out of Houston Station, so probably that station is where they would have come out Wasn't it it in John's book where he talks about they met Roxy Music at the Holiday Inn? We walked past that Holiday Inn. It was right on our way back from the distory as we were going back to the bus station. And I was like, something special about this Holiday Inn. (laughs) And it only just hit me. That's where they met. Roxy Music and hung outside by the limos with the other Roxy Music fans and decided that's what they wanted to do with the rest of their lives. <laughs> what? Huh. Okay. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad it dawned on you right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At well, least it came to you. I saw the construction. But Darn I it. Oh, yeah. There's lots of construction happening there, too. It is UB40. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So. I don't know. We've all heard of this this town since we started the very beginning of this journey. You know, because every like little teen beat in sixteen, it'd be a hometown, Birmingham. You know, and we'd be like, what is what is this exotic place? <laughs> exotic place, <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> Well, when we were, you know, 12 years old in the United States, it seemed pretty exotic. (laughs) Isn't it where they made Aston Martins? I I think that's where John's dad worked at the Aston Martin plant. So it had to be somewhere. Okay, so right now then, I guess while we're talking about historic music sites, we can talk about the other little place we visited if we want to talk about that for a second. We went to Abbey Road. We made the pilgrimage to Abbey Road. It's the other pilgrimage. The other pilgrimage, (laughs) where Sir Nile of Rogers has 
he's what is he the art something in residency the artist in residency or no. something chairman no. of chairman. Chairman. Yeah. Or something. yeah yeah big dude okay <laughs> so he's been spending a lot of time there lately yeah um we attempted to get a photo on the zebra crossing but it is a very busy street <laughs> so well we did get a you photo. did we did, just, we we did get, a photo. get a photo it might not have been you were trying perfect, not to get killed but we were trying not to get killed <laughs> And for our listeners that don't know, crosswalks in England are called zebra crossings, like zebra, but not zebra. Um, So they have a little gift shop that had a lot of fun little music souvenirs that we were all able to do. We took some pictures outside of Abbey Road. Um, It had like, when you went in the gift shop, it did show kind of a lot of the artists that had recorded there, other than the Beatles as well. So any other thoughts about Abbey Road and that little adventure that we had immediately taken to um i don't know if uh everyone has watched um get back documentary but that's something that we've watched um you know in recent time so um to just kind of i was kind of putting myself back to the scene from all of the footage that we saw at get back and um specifically the two fans that were always waiting outside of (laughs) (laughs) abbey road who are if you watch the documentary you consistently see these two girls that they keep going back to um two fans that were always waiting outside so it's like oh okay they, they were waiting right here and you know it just just again i mean just you think about the history of that place and you know it's not that big or anything like that and the crosswalk's not that big but just you just Legends were there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Legends were there and legends are there and Mm -hmm. legends continue to make music there. Um, And um, as we just stated, you know, Nile Rogers is is the current um executive uh, chairman um of Abbey Road Studio so that's that's a big deal to us um and so you know people continue to make magic in that small space in that in, in that studio so just to be in the area was a big deal to me one of the cool things too that that's there in the little walkway leading up to the gift shop is there's these little panels that give you a timeline mm-hmm. of the studio itself. Like when it was established, it's like by decade. And I mean, there's, there's all kinds of really interesting facts in there. Mm-hmm. I can't. Didn't it begin in like 1936 or something, something like, like that? that yeah. yeah. And yeah. like the, if, if you've seen the movie, the King's speech about King, I forgot. <laughs> I I'm sorry. But, but um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's the sure. one that had the speech. Each of yeah, yeah. it's, it's he recorded his yeah. his address in Abbey Road Studios, which I had no, I did not know that. But then the movie itself, when they when they filmed the movie and they were filming that scene with his address, they filmed it in Abbey Road Studios oh, wow. using the same microphone that was used in the original speech. So all of that is That's just cool. these really great tidbits that you know by the decades mm-hmm. on these. Panels leading up to the gift shop. It was that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see. And I thought it. I literally thought it just started with the Beatles. I had no idea there was thirty uh, yeah, years history. Same. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I didn't. I, my skin tingled <laughs> walking up the sidewalk, and you see the building. Despite the fact that it's behind a fence, I immediately started crying, <laughs> and my skin started tingling. I mean, you. I just felt it. I felt that energy there. It was good. I learned. Yeah. I learned a new word. At the gift shop, guitar picks are called plectrums. Plectrums. Because <laughs> they had lots of guitar picks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's also a cool, big word to um, a little thing. Yeah, yes. watching, uh, reading the graffiti leading on there. And and end of note, um, I don't know if this was the Richard Marks, oh. but there was a Richard Marks. I noticed that. With a big heart. With a big heart around it. So Richard oh. Marks, if that was you, cool. cool. Yeah. Or a big fan I, of Richard Marks. Or a big yeah. fan of Richard Marks. I know. I, I, yeah. I one totally or the other. Somebody knows who Richard Marks is. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, listen. I, I've seen him in concert. I know. <laughs> and recently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good trip. I'm glad that. Yeah. And then we went to another dude, little dude's place, kind of off the beaten path. off license, mm-hmm. if you will, around the corner to uh, look at some other memorabilia that's oh, another licensed, shop, but a lot not of yeah, Beatles, uh, a collector's shop mostly. Yes, very much a collector's shop. Mm-hmm. This man had fan club pamphlets or the little magazines. booklets that the magazines, thank you, that they used to send out to all the fan club members back when the Beatles first started. Like I for all the decades. The like, oldest one he had was the third cut, the third, the third edition. edition. Yeah. So I was like, I guess for, for the first and second are worth millions of dollars. And this one, he said it was pretty pricey, but I don't remember yeah. him saying the price on it. But this man had all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He had the yeah. first picture disc, mm-hmm. yes. both 12-inch and 7-inch. I mean, not right. the, the first one we made, but the first ones that were made. And the first 7-inch was a, a Cars picture disc That's in right. the UK, That's right. which I own. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't know it was like kind of a special, special picture disc. But he was a very nice little man. And so yeah. I think he, it was Abbey Road Collectibles. So, yeah. you know. And there were cutout, cutouts yes. of the, each oh. members of the Beatles. In the front. We, in the front that we took a picture of. So we need to post that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Post in that front picture. of his store. In front yeah. of his store. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So we have been to some pretty historical sites this week. Historical like, for us. I did not go to Buckingham Palace historical. or anything like that, but give me Abbey Road any day. For the music. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, some of, some people did go to some palaces yes. Yes. in like Westminster yes, we Abbey. Yes. We were able to actually go to one of the services in Westminster Abbey, I think. So mm-hmm. that was yeah, pretty awesome. Special. So, um, so, yeah, so we wanted to share that with y'all and encourage you to go to Birmingham if you want to make that pilgrimage too. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player, and you can even ask Alexa to play us with the TuneIn app. Also follow us on Instagram and our brand new Twitter page. See you again real soon.